you, thank you, kids, for communicating uh, the message of Christmas to us today. We really had fun watching you. Um, Hanalee, would you come up here for a second? I didn't tell her she was going to have to do this, but Hanalee, I would like for you to repeat one of your lines about, I think it was your character's favorite part of the Christmas story about something about the rich and the poor. Do you think you can do that line again for us? And let's listen a little bit to, to Hanalee's message again. I like how this story shows that God didn't care if you're rich or poor. He wanted everyone to know about his son, especially the people society didn't care about. When Jesus was born, the first people he told were some shepherds way out in the fields. Not kings, but dirty, dusty shepherds. He sent a whole choir of angels. Awesome. Thank you, Hanalee. This is an important part of the Christmas story that we remember in December, that um, when our God came and took on flesh, uh, he came to very common people like Mary and Joseph. The message went to shepherds. Uh, Mary and Joseph are a man and a woman who 2,000 years later, we should have really no reason to know anything about, right? I mean, they were really normal, everyday folks. There were thousands of people like them in Israel at that time, um, but God showed up in their life in a very real way and chose Mary uh, to be the one through whom uh, God's son would come to the world. And if you know the Christmas story, you know how Mary responded to the angel that day when he came with that message, that Mary, you're going to bear the son of God. And what I would like for you to do, and since we, this is good for all of us, not just kids, but it's good for us to have, to use our bodies a little bit as we think about this. Um, Mary's prayer, I think, can be represented with open hands. So if you would just open your hands out with me. And do you remember what Mary said when she heard the message? May it be to me as you have said. This is a prayer of open hands. God, whatever you have for me, may it be to me as you have said. Would you just pray that prayer with me? May it be to me as you have said. This December, we are looking at a story that was about a thousand years before Mary and Joseph's story about another family, as we talked about last week, that we should know nothing about. Story of Naomi and her husband and Ruth and this terrible tragedy at the time of Judges where there was this famine in the land and Naomi and her family became immigrants going to the area of Moab in order to find some food just to survive. And then how while they were there in Moab, Elimelech, Naomi's husband and her two sons die and she just thinks, I don't have nowhere else to go. I'm going to go back home, and, and maybe something good will happen to me there. Again, this is a family that we should know nothing about, a family who really was just trying to survive. And at the end of chapter 1 of the book of Ruth, uh, we hear Naomi's prayer at this particular time in her life. At the end of chapter 1, she comes back to Bethlehem, And the women see Naomi and they exclaim, can this be Naomi? And she says this, don't call me Naomi, which means pleasant or sweet. Instead, 
call me Mara, which means bitter. Because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. Naomi and her family have gone through an incredible amount of pain and tragedy and loss. And for some of you today, and maybe particularly in this Christmas season, you feel in your own life the pain and the trauma and the disappointment and the loss that is so much a part of our life here in this world. And Naomi's prayer, while Mary's prayer is the model prayer for us as disciples of Jesus, this open-handedness, may it be to me as you have said, Naomi And the way that she responds to God in her pain is, I think, something that a lot of us feel. And it's, why, God, have you brought this on me? And I think this is the prayer of the clenched fist. So would you just raise your hand right now with clenched fists? Does anyone ever feel like you really don't have much more to offer to God than clenched fists? God, why... Have you done this to me? Would you just pray that with me right now? God, why have you done this to me? This morning, if this season of your life is much more similar uh, to Naomi's, or maybe you're feeling much more similar to Naomi than you are to Mary, I want to say today that that's okay. And that God receives and he hears your prayer of your clenched fists. As we're going to hear about the story of Naomi unfold, the Lord takes Naomi's clenched fists and he opens them. And he helps her to know that he sees her and he knows her and he loves her and he brings blessing in her life. Both the story of Mary and the story of Naomi um, end in the same way. Mary holding a baby and Naomi holding her grandchild. And God worked through Mary's obedience and her open-handedness. And God worked also in Naomi's life, even when she came to him with just these clenched fists of, I don't know where else to go. And why have you done this to me? So I just want to remind us today that the story that we heard our kids say, that the Christmas story is about God coming into the lives of people everyday people, again, who we celebrate 2,000 years later, but that we really should have no reason to know about other than God showed up so strongly that God is at work in your life too. And no matter where you are in your life right now, whether you're feeling like Mary, very open-handed to God and what he's doing in your life, or just feeling like you have nothing else to offer other than clenched fists, that both of those postures towards God are important, and they matter, and God sees, and he hears, and he knows. God, we thank you for this Christmas message that you came to those um, who are rich and poor, those who are strong and weak, those who are filled with joy, and those who are filled with sorrow. And Lord, that represents all of us here today. And so God, we, we thank you that you are a God who hears us and who receives both our open hands and our clenched fists. And God, that you are 
but you want to extend your kindness and your blessing to each one of us wherever we are. We thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, your son. Amen.